The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. All right, in a little while, we're going to go over a few reasons why nobody should purchase any feedback when entering a screenplay contest. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's around the corner there. Yeah. And by the way, we got a few messages from our listeners about our other podcast called Radioactive Rants. What? Like, why don't we post more episodes? And why do we post any episodes? <laughs> Shit like that. But uh, we really need to flesh out that podcast. Yeah, we need to get uh, cranking on it. Or dump it. You know, I was listening to something mm. over the weekend. I don't remember what it was, but some guy was talking about podcasts. He's like, yeah, podcasts are like a-holes. Yeah. Everyone's got one, <laughs> and most of them suck. And I'm thinking, yeah, we got one. They suck. Does it? Uh, well, the make my, this one, uh-huh. Make My Damn Movie, does quite well. Yeah. I don't this know if it sucks. I, well, I, I think it does suck, but it still does quite well. It. But we do need to flesh out that radioactive rant. That's the one we thought would be the big one. Yeah. Remember? But it turned out that this podcast is the hit. Yeah, I go with Who it. Knew? Okay. And I assured everyone, everyone, that Radioactive Rant would be the best podcast ever produced. <laughs> and you know, of all the empty promises I've made over the years, that mm-hmm. one by far sounded the most sincere. Yeah, that's It true. really did. <laughs> I told everyone, oh, it's going to be great. And now I listen back to it, I cringe. It's awful. Uh, Where's the yelling? No, that's not. That's it. not it, bitch. That's <laughs> definitely not it. That's that's what that's it. a good scream. That's a great scream. I got to mark that one. Yeah, blew out a few people's eardrums right there. <laughs> if you're listening in earbuds, you definitely don't have them anymore. Uh-uh. So anyway, uh. I, I don't know. What do you think? Should we keep doing that podcast? Because we really don't do it every week. No. We, we should. We either should or or dump it. We took a hiatus. Hiatus? Yeah, hiatus. Yeah, no. A hiatus is when you kind of stop. We just pepper a man every once in a while when we feel... It's usually when we're here late at night. Yes. We just like do one. Yeah. You'd think we could get that thing going. I mean, I am a natural entertainer. You were so at least radio. That's what God. I told myself back when I was on radio. Anyway, a lot of feedback about the talking toys, which we just mm. featured mm-hmm. all these things. I hate that pompous, shit-eating son of a bitch. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, we played with them on the last podcast, and whenever we do that, the floodgates open, man. Huh. They really do. Quite popular, I guess. Where do I get those? How can I find them? We're not Amazon, Mm-mm. okay? You ever heard of Google? Yeah. I mean, come on. Now, remember... Some listener messaged in that they he found one at a flea market. Oh, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. Till just now, right? I think so. I think so too. So anyway, go online, go to Google or whatever. Yeah, I always think they're bordering on obnoxious. These toys, really? Yeah, but people like them. 
They really do. I like them. Anytime we play with them, Mm -hmm. we get a lot of messages. Those are fun. You should use them more. We were talking about making one of these for this podcast. You think that'd be a good gift? I think that would be a great gift. Well, it would be a gift. (laughs) I mean, what would we say on it? Uh, I don't know. know. Do we have titular lines? (laughs) The go-to. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I could scream at people. You suck! Oh, there you at go. writing the things. It's just a writers-based yelling box. Yeah, we could do right. something, I guess. We keep talking about Screen we should writers. make our own one because this one. I hate that pompous, shit-eating son of a bitch. I'll do one. A custom one. Oh, okay. On yeah, this think, one called this is, The Foul Mouth. This is homemade, everyone. This yeah, is like yeah, custom yeah, yeah. Made yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, you ain't gonna get this. This is your foul. garden variety yeah. foul mouth. My boss is a... No. You're a... No. He's a... No. She's a... No. My ex is a... Nah. That jerk is a... There you go. Dirty. Mm-mm. Butt ugly. Mm-mm. Real. Mm-mm. Big. Mm-mm. No good. Okay. Stupid. Mm-mm. Self-serving. Mm-hmm. Slut. <laughs> okay. That jerk is a... No good. Self-serving. Slut. Okay. Ah, I've met many jerks like that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the thing, and it's called the foul mouth. And we played with it. So, see, I'll get more messages. Where'd he get him? Where'd he get him? You know who wasn't a self-serving jerk? Who? Sometimes I hate pulling up the news. I was just going through Mm. opening the internets to get to my notes. Yeah. Norm MacDonald passed away. Are you serious? Yeah. When? Just today. What, yeah. Of what? Sorry to bring it, bring it no, down. No, why? You know, I don't know. What, what he, happened? Uh, he was battling cancer. I had no idea. Yeah, it's, nobody did. Oh, my gosh. I kept it hushed. He was only 61. I <laughs> absolutely I loved, loved him. this man. Yeah, he oh was hilarious. Dang. What a loss. I know. Seriously. Hey, this occurred to me today. Uh, ID. ID, which I had to show it again. There's a strange abbreviation when you think about it. I is short for I. (laughs) And then D is short for dentification. Let's go to uh, some messages. You can go to makemydamnmovie.com and send us a message if you want. Uh, People do. They do. For some reason. And my ear itches. Uh. <laughs> Mine itches too. And I'm I'm just like, should I pull the You might get some feedback, away? but see, I'm an old radio guy. I know oh, the tricks oh. of the trades. Unfortunately. Okay, here's some messages from the big Okay. Hector Las Cruces, New Mexico. A decent writer knows just how many characters he or she wants in their script at the jump, so there shouldn't be a need to remove any of them. Taking characters out of your screenplay was a dumb thing to talk about. What a dick. You're a dumb thing to talk about. (laughs) Jerk. Wait. Jeez. That jerk is a no good, self-serving slut. There you go. Now we got it. Uh, Bernard, Destin, Florida. Blech. (laughs) Getting rid of characters in a screenplay was pretty good theme on episode 95. It was an eye-opener for me, and I actually went back and took out two characters from a story I'm currently working on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, listen, helping people was not oh. 
<laughs> Whoops. My original intention. Well, you didn't help the other asshole who wrote in first. Hector! So. He was nice. Kylie, El Segundo, California. Ah, Please stop bringing up the Aussie cooking show, My Kitchen <laughs> Rules. It was taken off a few years ago, and even if it wasn't, it should never be discussed. I personally watched two or three episodes when it debuted, and that was enough for me. I think Mark secretly loves the show, <laughs> yeah. which makes me concerned for his mental health. <laughs> that ship sailed long ago, yeah. sister. So, haha. We're all concerned. Ha. Ethan, Amarillo, Texas. I am not a writer, but I stumbled across your podcast and I wanted to let you know I really like it. Hmm. It's funny and irreverent. I don't understand the screenplay stuff, yet neither do we. No. But I will continue to listen. Wow. Okay. Well, proving once again it takes all kinds, I guess. That's Logan, right. Winnipeg, Canada. For years, I have been calling out the intolerable movie Ping Pong Summer. Ah. Recently, a friend of mine sent me a link to an episode of Make My Damn Movie, where to my happy surprise, I heard a bunch of bashing of the same film. <laughs> I am a fan forever. Nice. That's just sad. Thanks, Logan. Forever? Really? Well, Roman, Ithaca, New York. I am late to this podcast, so I don't have reference points. But... I'm wondering what all the talk about a young boy in the bathroom is oh, all no. about. <laughs> I'm not one to go back and listen to past episodes of podcasts, but I'm a little confused. As was the boy in that bathroom. Right. Most times, <laughs> I can assure you. There you go. Those were your messages. Those were your messages. We hope to hear from you next time. That poor, sad little chafing boy. But on that note, that really is sad. It is the movie quotes game, and this is where I read a movie quote, and you tell me what movie it's from, or you try to. There's three of them. What's sad is my performance on this game. Yeah, pretty bad. Here's your first one. Our love is God. Let's go get a slushy. No? Oh, come on. I'm going to be very angry that I don't know this. Yeah, you probably will. It was Jason Dean, Christian Slater, Heathers. Ah! Ah. Great line from that movie, I tell you. Okay, here's an act line. Great lines. My older brother always says the nastiest shit. Like, he used to call me Hyman until I was 12. That's easy. I know it's easy. You say this but, uh, movie all the time. <laughs> oh, uh, super bad. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Super bad. Seth, Jonah Hill. Okay, here's your third one. On the thing where we... Uh, From the stuff. There we go. I found it. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Okay. Turning pages? <laughs> yes. I don't think I want to know a six-year-old who isn't a dreamer or a silly heart, and I sure don't want to know one who takes their student career seriously. Simple. <laughs> no? Really? Ah! Uncle Buck! No! Buck Russell, John Candy. Yes. You should have got the that one. Young, uh... Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Well, there you go. Not, not a stellar performance. No. By any stretch Damn of the it. imagination whatsoever. I can't believe that. Yes, I can. 
All right, uh, we're going to move on now to the trivial pursuit. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. The trivial pursuit cards that I found in my garage, only the TV ones. Yes. No game nope. from the 70s. They're old. So here's your first one. You ready? Okay. What was Hot Lips Houlihan's real name in the show MASH? Uh, really? Uh, Margaret. Margaret? Margaret Houlihan. Here's your next one. What comedian won an Emmy for his antics on The Carol Burnett Show? He was also in McHale's Navy. That doesn't help me at all. Really? Tim Conley, shame on you. Okay, here's the next one from the cards on the place. No, on the thing. In the TV series, The Munsters, what is the name (laughs) of Grandpa's pet bat? Um, George. Igor. Igor. (laughs) Igor. Igor. That's coming up. Yes, it's coming up. It's our movie that we watch every Halloween yeah. time, and it's very good with the man. That- Spectacular knockers. Not the man. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Okay. What TV show was spun off? What is that movie called? I can't even. It's like. Young Frankenstein? Yeah, I can't even. Holy horseshit. Slip my mind. Yes, that's a good one. Gene Wilder, uh-huh. Terry Gar, Terry Gar. Okay. What Into t- the bathroom. What TV show was spun off from Soap? Oh, you should get this one. Come on. Really? Oh, no. The Tate's Butler in oh. soap. Benson! Benson! Come on! Are you cereal? Come on! Really? I used to watch that all the time when I was a kid. Well, he was their butler. Oh, man. In the show called The Soap Benson. on the TV. I did not know that. That's I was not allowed to watch that show. Soap? When it came out, yeah, no, no, I had to sneak up to watch it. Really? Yeah, my parents wouldn't let me watch that. Mm. Mm, yeah, very strict, very mean, awful people. <laughs> Terrible. I hated them. The cast Whoa. of soap? Huh? The cast of soap? No, my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> Couldn't stand them, though. <laughs> Can't stand them. It's the staff picks that make my. <laughs> or maybe I don't know. We'll do it again. Okay, oh, I'm not editing it. It didn't need it. That's for shit. That's for shit. <laughs> it's the Make My Damn Movie Stat Picks where we attempt to force you to watch movies that we like. Plus, you can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com to see our list of stat picks if you want, because that's where you go. To see the things we've recommended in the past there. Oh, I still was playing. That You've was tr- turned it into a cheer almost. What? The, the thing? The uh, opener. Yeah, the, uh, you know. Uh, oh, I could have done that. I think I'm going to play that after my staff pick every time. Okay, what's your staff pick this time around? Mine is District 9 from 2009. You like that sci-fi stuff. Why? Yeah, I've been going on a jag with the sci-fi lately. I don't know why. Anyway, directed by Neil Blomkamp. I think this is his directorial debut. Maybe. Anyway, it stars Charlotte... Oh, God. Charlotte Copley. Sure. Yeah. 
Okay. South African name. Yeah. I don't know. He's uh, uh he stars as uh Vicus. And that's <laughs> that's the only star in this thing. Yes, it everybody is. else is unknown. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's uh, a stranded spaceship hovers above Johannesburg, South Africa for three months until humans open it up and discover sick and starving aliens who have no control of the ship. They are told they can live on Earth, but are housed in the slum known as District 9, away from humans. Okay. Except for the humans that seem to be gathering around District 9. Creepy. Very, very gross and uh, disconcerting. Yes. Very dirty. I'd say so. Uh, (laughs) While serving an eviction notice on uh, one of the aliens named Christopher, a relocation officer, whatever the hell that is, named Vickis, finds a cylinder and it sprays this black goo into his face. And the next few days he starts... Becoming one of the aliens, he starts turning into one. He's then hunted down by the government for his hybrid genetics so that humans may be able to uh, use the alien weaponry that's found on the spaceship. Yeah. And he fights his way back to uh, Christopher the alien to find a solution to his transformation. But I I won't ruin the ending. Mm -mm. I just (laughs) want to say that it doesn't end in a typical sci-fi way. No. For the price of this movie, I, I think it was cost it cost about $33 million to make. Hmm. The special effects are crazy good. Yeah, they're good. Amazing. I like it. Check it out. District 9, do it. Okay, mine is... <laughs> I might edit that out. Probably won't. <laughs> nah. Too much work. Uh, 3,000 miles to Graceland. Ah. All right, this stars Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner, Courtney Cox, Christian Slater, David Arquette, and many more ice teas in it. What? Yes, he is. So, it's International Elvis Week in Vegas. The strip is flooded by a sea of king wannabes, and they're all decked out in jumpsuits, sideburns. You know, they look like Elvis. Yeah. But... Five of the impersonators rolling into the Riviera Hotel are packing heavy weaponry, Mm. and they have it all in their guitar cases, so they blend in quite well, right? Pretty much the heist of a lifetime. And it's all planned by an ex-con and his shithead former cellmate. (laughs) The thieving Elvises get away with 3.2 million bucks after they demolish the hotel and leave a very high body count behind them, go watch 3,000, what? 3,000 miles to Graceland, which will inevitably make you wonder how David Arquette ever got Courtney Cox. I'm not kidding. I wondered that uh, every day. You got to see her in this movie. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. You really have to, and then you'll be... Believe me. In the bathroom? Maybe. Okay, so there you go. The stat picks on the thing from the stuff. Okay, I'll have to now, check that movie out. I don't think I've ever watched it. Okay, so this is kind of a uh, lengthy topic today because uh, there's a lot to say. Okay, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with it. So good. Fuck you, baby. Message in. Stop getting feedback. Yeah. Okay. Over the past couple of weeks, I've noticed an uptick in messages, though, from our listeners that would like us to open up a discussion about screenplay contests uh-huh. and the notes and feedback you get from them. Here's a few of the messages. 
Oliver in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania says, you guys should talk about script contest feedback. I am not a fan and would enjoy hearing your take. Emma, Bloomingdale, Florida. Please, oh, please discuss screenplay contest notes on the podcast. I hate them. <laughs> Tommy, Silver Springs, Maryland, just up the road. Uh-huh. I love that Mark has the balls to read his own negative script feedback on Make My Damn Movie. That's an interesting subject, and I hope you guys bring it up again someday. And there's more. Anyway, so I thought, you know what? This has been happening more and more yeah. lately, so let's talk about it. Let's do it. And we've talked about it before, but I think since we've been inundated with these requests, we'll talk about it again Okay, we're talking about screenplay contest Contest. script readers, not full coverage type of feedback. That's a little different. That usually has some uh, constructive criticism. Well, these try to, but we'll get into that. Now, there are a few decent screenplay contests out there to enter, but it's you got to wonder, is it worth it in the long run? Personally, when I did get contest entry feedback, for the most part, it was glowing. Mm-hmm. It really was. However, yeah. there's always those few know-it-all readers that just have to stir the fucking pot. Yeah. They just do. The kind of people you don't ever want to have a conversation with, yet alone meet them. The kind of idiots who only speak in Monty Python quotes. <laughs> we know the type. Some basement living douche with frosted tips reading dozens of screenplays for a contest. That's what I picture, okay? Some idiot nitpicking and reworking your idea, right? Into what they want it to be. So fuck that. Don't do it. Not worth it. Why would you put your career or potential career in the hands of some know-nothing basement dwelling (laughs) idiot? That's my question. I get a little worked up. All this might be considered controversial, right? Uh But that's the way I see it. And here's why. All right. Let's talk about my comedy slash time travel screenplay, Hit Escape. Ah, yes. I will read the logline from the thing. Hit Escape. Here's the logline. A crestfallen L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 Daytona Beach in her 18-year-old body to relive a day she's been longing for and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to gloomy present day. That's the logline. From the thing. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Now, I'm not going to pull out all the feedback I've gotten on this script and read you the high praise it got, for the most part. Yeah. Okay? Not going to do that. What's striking is the rare times I got notes back that were negative on this particular screenplay, but I got some notes, and they actually got me to thinking, wow, what stupid notes. <laughs> I'm going to share a few. Now, these were from a while back. But since people were messaging in, why don't you do screenplay contests yeah. and stuff? Here's some I got on this particular screenplay. Yeah. And you got them back to back. You got great. Yeah. And then you got the bad feedback back to back. So I'm going to read nuts. some. And people say I have balls to do the thing. Oh, and I do. There they are. But uh, yeah, thump them down on the work. table, which would be okay. So here's a few. So here's some feedback. Verbatim. It is best to get right to the heart of the scene. Now, I agree with that, okay? But they go on to say, 
For example, the dating scene at the beginning starts well, but we could get out of that scene with Zach sooner. Now, some people aren't going to understand all these characters, but this is just feedback. Okay, but uh, anyway, so that scene with Zach sooner, especially since we don't go back to Zach and the divorce, as mentioned, doesn't become an issue until later. That particular scene is imperative to setting up the main character. Yes. So they didn't get that. That's your introduction to the main protagonist. Right. That was an imperative scene to have in there. And they're like, oh, well, this person doesn't come back later, but they're not getting it. And that's where I stop usually. And I'm like, this person just didn't get this script. Exactly. Once they're starting out that bad. Okay. uh, Here's here's more notes. As an aside, do we really need scenes like the one with the judge? Now, you, Tom, you know exactly what this is talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not setting up anything for later, and the befuddled judge doesn't seem to do enough to be more than annoying to Sharon, who's the main character in this screenplay. And it takes a long time to get through that sequence when we need to be moving a bit more quickly. No, 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 no. No, there's actual physical movement throughout the scene. Thank you. very quick. So that scene gets rave reviews again because it sets up exactly who this character is. Yes. That's an important scene. And again, I'm taking these notes that I got and I'm I'm specifically taking these particular little pieces because they're contradicted by most people that read it. Yeah, because that judge, going getting back to what he said about the judge being annoying to Sharon, our main protagonist, I didn't see her being annoyed by him at all. Okay, She was good. just having a, a conversation. But it sets up her, her character. Her bra- brassy yeah, her brassy character. Right. And who she is. Mm-hmm. Her personality yeah. shines through in that scene. Please allow me to read more intellectual Ugh. feedback. Okay. Okay. The dialogue is hitting the same beats a few times, and they're referring to a joke in there I had about Google and the internet. Yeah. That was referring to a reference in the screenplay made in 1986, because this is a time travel piece, about Googling something. Obviously, that was not a thing back then, and it leads to a callback later in the script, which works extremely well within the story. Yes, because this word Google just got around Mm -hmm. and came back later. Right. Okay. The Google line gets high praise for most people. Enough Mm -hmm. said. I'll continue with these know-nothing notes. The reader writes about Sharon. That's the name of the main character. Okay, right. Sharon's knowledge of the criminal statutes doesn't work. <laughs> Find some different takes. For instance, and this is where they want to rewrite it. Exactly. What if she quoted some statute that wasn't law yet? She would look like a poser. And every time she does quote a statute, it doesn't seem to go anywhere. Now, Mm, not the point of that scene. If you truly follow the screenplay, that note comes off as dumb. The main character, Sharon, has been sent back to 1983 in her teenage body with her present day mind intact. By the way, she's an attorney. Right. Okay. What makes her funny is the fact that she naturally rattles off laws and it's completely in her nature to do that. Correct. She's a 50 something year old attorney right. in an 18-year-old body in 1983. Right. And of course, her friends find this peculiar because her friends are teenagers who see her as a teen. Right. Not knowing she has a 50-plus-year-old body. Oh, man. Okay. The main character possesses a teenage body, adult memories. Right. All right. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Is this making sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's more feedback. We don't need as much description as in things like cargo shorts. 
a Blue Door 1975 Pontiac Bonneville. Or Sharon, parked on the side of her bed, wears acid-washed jeans and a Daytona Beach crop t-shirt. Unless clothing is a particular plot point. It is here. Yes. That's describing parts of the scene. This guy doesn't make any sense. Well, that's why I'm reading this. The clothing sets the stage for the time period being the period piece. Okay. Of course, you wouldn't want to explain clothes in every description in the right. screenplay, but here it puts you straight into 1983, right? Uh, Are you following me? I am, but this guy is not. Okay. Or I'm not following this guy. We'll get to all this. This guy's criticism sucks. And here's, here's the last one. The person writes, we don't need to paint a picture in the description as we do in a novel. But most importantly, don't tell us what characters think or feel in the description. We can't see things like Andy senses that Sharon is sincerely torn or Sharon thinks for a sec. Instead, show us what they are doing and what they say, and that will let us know all we need to know. Okay, I actually agree with that. Wait, wait, wait. I, I agree with it, but not in this case. Okay, I agree with we don't need to paint a picture in the description at, like in a novel, right? Yeah. No. But I strongly believe you can see someone who is sensing something, right? You can see that. It's a, a brow lift or right. something like that, but you don't want to write down he lifts his brow. That doesn't say no. anything. So if I sense you're upset, that would be the look on my face. Yeah. You can see that, okay? Concern. And I can see someone pausing to think. Right. That replaces the boring beat word that people love to use. I like saying Sharon pauses to think a second. Instead of beat. Beat, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, again, you're painting a picture, people. Okay. So to sum up, I know you're saying, thank God. (laughs) I think a lot of writers put entirely too much stock into what someone who is not invested in their work thinks, okay? Uh That's why I hate script contest feedback. These readers don't give two shits how hard you worked on the script. It does not matter to them. No. And if it's not their thing, if they don't like whatever genre they're reading, they've already got prejudices, so... They're going to give you bad feedback. Listen, they have that little template that they go to or point out however the fuck they think it should be written. And that's it. Mm -hmm. That's where it ends. They sign off on it, collect their $10 or whatever. (laughs) Then they suck their own balls thinking they did a great job, which they probably did not. Yeah. (laughs) Jerk offs. Oh, Smith, look. Where's the foul mouth? Where's that fucking thing? That joke is a yeah. no good, self serving slut. Yeah. yeah, he is self serving. So you work your ass off on a script and they then get comments like what I just read to you and many writers throw in the towel, which I wish they would, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> Wait but- a second. Start submitting your stuff all the time now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll get him out of there. Ah, Find one here, man. I hate that. There. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. Ball busting. Mm-mm. Butt kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prick. There you go. Prick. I hate that. Fucked up. Butt kissing. Prick. <laughs> Ta-da. You know who I we haven't, or I haven't, or none of us have asked the eight ball any questions lately? Good. We're out of here. Oh, where's the thing? <laughs> Scroll through. Uh, Magic Eight Ball. Should we end the podcast now? That's a good question. It is. <laughs> it is too soon to tell. 
dick. He always hates you and wants to yeah. bother you. Like everyone else yeah. in my life. Hates me and wants to bother me. Yeah. Or that's what I want. Actually, that's what I want. Very relaxing. Yeah, I just want that. No people, just crickets. High-end crickets. Yes. That's the Very only reason this, this toy shit. works. Ouch. I'm pissed. <laughs> Did now that make sense, by the yes. way? Yes. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> on that note. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, okay. On that note, we will depart. Oh, and bye. you know what? You can go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com, I guess. Yeah. And, uh... Send us a message or peruse the website. I have no idea why you'd want to do that, but people do. Do it. All right, bye. Bye. I'm going to blast this out one more time. I hate that fucked up butt-kissing prick. Shitball. Whoa.